Hello again. My name is Andrew Wetzel. I'm a full-time agent with Long & Foster. I'm also a realtor, an associate broker, an ethics instructor, and a mediator. I've been moving sellers and buyers since 1996. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Today I want to discuss an article posted on Realtor Magazine Online. The article discussed six myths about buying and selling real estate, and I want to add my thoughts to each of them. The article can be found on my Facebook business page, which is linked to the comments on this podcast. Since the internet inserted itself between the consumer and the real estate professional, which is called disintermediation, the so-called internet-empowered consumer, referred to as IEC, has often sought information on their own while delaying contacting a professional. We humans tend to do that. In terms of buying or selling real estate, it can lead to costly mistakes. We tend to be drawn to sources that reinforce what we think or what offers pleasant information. While buying and selling real estate is certainly not rocket science, it typically involves doing basic things to achieve your goal, and delaying or failing to manage these steps can derail even the best of intentions. Here are the six myths in my comments. Myth number one. The longer a home has been on the market, the more negotiable the deal is. Prices are what they are. Sellers have various strategies in mind when attaching an asking price to their property. Buyers also have strategies when making offers. However, if there is a mortgage involved, the lender will order an appraisal which will consider how a specific property compares to recent sales of similar homes, and a loan will either be approved or not. Aside from any perception about seller flexibility, I would suggest that buyers not avoid a house simply because it's been on the market for a long time. Do not assume that it's a bad house just because it has not sold. Of course, if it has been under contract and then reactivated, there may be something you need to know. Number two, an open house must be part of the marketing plan for a home. While practices may vary, I generally discourage sellers from having open houses because I have heard of too many issues with them. While they may work, the percentages are low. I prefer private showings for my buyer clients. Number three, a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is the best form of financing. The length of the loan should be considered, especially if you have a specific idea as far as how long you plan to own a house, but I am more concerned with the interest rate and my client's comfort with their monthly payment. A professional lender is better able to advise my client than the internet, and I prefer a face-to-face meeting rather than chatting online. Number four, Overpricing your house leaves room for negotiation. Perhaps true, but the bigger concern is whether or not your house will come out in a buyer search results. If a prospective buyer can find suitable options at a lower price, even if your house is in their search results, they may never come to see your house or prefer to make an offer on another house that's already more affordable for them. In the long run, a sale that is financed involves an appraisal, So thinking that a buyer will pay above market may not be the best plan and your sale could fall through. Number five, online evaluations can give you an idea of home value. The primary tool of so-called third-party websites is property listings. They use them in assorted ancillary tools like property evaluations to attract eyeballs so that they can use views or hits to solicit advertising. That's how they make their money. While these sites cost money to operate, 
I am not convinced that they spend enough or do everything needed to replace human beings. Much has been written about valuation models and their algorithms, and it has largely been negative, meaning that the valuations are too often off the mark. While they may have more relevance in some areas than others, they rely on recorded data rather than recent settled data, so the information is stale. The valuations are also geared towards average properties and may be unable to properly evaluate what interests you. Number six, you have to put 20% down on a home purchase. There are many mortgage programs and many offers involve a seller offering some financial assistance. A professional can provide the advice that you need. Thank you as always for listening and remember, hire wisely. We are not all the same.